It is 7.01, so let's go forth, everyone, on this morning. So my scripture today would be found in Genesis, the third chapter, and the 10th verse. And I have, I'm sorry, in the ninth verse, and I have one verse that I'm going to read. And it says, then the Lord God called to the man and said to him, where are you? Now, I understand that in this scripture, he was literally talking to Adam, and, but the, it's the latter part of that scripture that is on my heart today, and it's, where are you? Whether male or female, the question today is, where are you? Where, it, where here is, like, what place are you in? And a lot of times, we're, in, we're not in a good place. A lot of times we find ourselves in a whole different kind of place because verse 8 says, they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. And a lot of times we have hid ourselves from God. We have hid ourselves from his presence. So this morning the question is, where are you? And the thing about it, we cannot hide ourselves from God. We cannot have ourselves so hidden from him that he cannot see us. It's not that God does not literally know where we are, but the question sometimes comes for us so that we'll know where we are and that we can make that confession of, oh, my God, I am stuck in this situation. Because have you ever, like, woke up one morning and said, or not literally a morning, but like, oh, my gosh, how did I ever get here? How did I get in this place? I used to pray. I used to fast. I used to be a runner. I used to get up and exercise. I used to do this. I used to do that. I used to be able to write stories. I used to be able to write poetry. I used to be able to. I used to be able to. And now it's like, oh, my gosh, I don't do anything. Or, oh, my gosh, I'm just stuck and I have writer's block. Well, I can't do anything. God is asking today, where are you? In other words, we are no longer in that place in God, in his presence where we need to be, and God wants us to figure out for ourselves through him, where are you? Where are you? Mentally, where are we with our walk with Christ? Where are you? Are we in that place where uh, I ain't really got to pray about it because God, he going to do whatever he going to do anyway. Where are you? Because that does not line up with the word of God. So we have to look and search within ourselves. It's time for a, like a self-evaluation of where am I? Why don't I love people like I used to love people? Where am I? How come I'm quick to get angry so quick now when I was so loving before? Where are you? The question is now, how do you see yourself? Do you see yourself like you like like they show stuff on TV? Or do you see yourself like the word of God says see yourself? Are we seeing ourselves like uh uh what the, the news is portraying, or do we see ourselves lining up with the word of God? No. Do we see ourselves being the head and not the tail? How where are we? Where do we see ourselves? And we tend to have this false concept of ourselves, you know, like, well, okay, now, you know, because we as, and brothers, I'm not leaving you out, but we as women, we tend to put on all this makeup, make ourselves up and all these different things. And brother, we got to overdo it sometime at the gym and die, get the blackout so that, you know, you all can feel a certain way about it. But why do we have this false concept? Because that's external. The, the thing is, 
Who are we on the inside? Who has God said that we are? Where are we that we have come so far away from the presence of God that now we see ourselves as the world would see us, and we don't see ourselves as God sees us? Where are we? But we got to celebrate ourselves for who God says that we are. When we get out of place in God, the question is presented, where are you? That's what God did with them. He said, where are you, Adam? Where are you? I made you in my likeness. I made you in my image. I made you pretty much just like me. Who fooled you to think that now you are not like me? That they even went to as far as saying, oh, let me get some of these leaves and let me sew up something to, to, to cover myself up, to cover up these extremity parts because now they have this awakening that they didn't even need to have because the awakening showed them now to pull away from God, to hide away from God. Where are you? There are some things that we are watching, some things that we are looking at and hearing and, 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 and being involved in that's pulling us away from the presence of God that causes us to want to hide ourselves from him. Why would we want to hide ourselves from God instead of running into his presence? And then we'll become like Adam and Eve, and we'll sow on the fig leaves, and now we're camouflaged because we look like the garden that we're in. We look like the place that we're in. We look like a place that we don't need to be in, but we need to be fully. What did they say? I am naked. I realized that I was naked. Who told you that? So when we find ourselves farther away from his presence, what we realize is what we can realize is that now we have done something or something has happened that brings us to a place of shame, a place of fear, or a place of guilt. There's other places, but those three right there, we become shameful. They were shameful. They sold up fig leaves. They became fearful. They hid themselves. And they were full of guilt. Oh, my gosh, I'm naked. Lord, you know, I didn't need you to see me like this. Now we're full of guilt. And it's the same thing in our lives today. When we find ourselves pulling away from God, we need to do that self-evaluation and check ourselves and see what is going on. Why am I so shameful? Why am I fearful? I, I, like I said, we used to do certain things. And it's not that we are so Mm, what, how do people say, oh, you just cocky or you just thank you? No, 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 no. In Christ, I can do all things. And as long as I'm doing it in the love of God, we should be able to still move in that area. I believe today that some of us are dealing with that spirit of fear, and fear has gripped us. But we need to go back because we can get loose from fear, but fear will still be tagging along. But we need to go back and look to see what it is that is holding us and what it is that got us in that place that we're outside of the presence of God. But, and, I mean, we feel it over us in a sense, but we are walking away and we are hiding ourselves from the presence of God instead of embracing his presence. We need to find out what it is from way back when to current now and to say so we can Put that thing away, because why would we want to shun God, the one that we used to always welcome? Why would we want to shun him away, push him away? Like, no, I got to hide from you. No, stay away. You can't see me. He's the one that can help us. That's like going to the doctor 
That's like going to the doctor and the doctor wants to help. And you know that this doctor can help treat your situation and you're pushing him away saying, no, 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 don't give me that. No, 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 I don't want that. Why not? Embrace what it is that God has for our lives. Walk in it in its fullness. You, we have to tell fear, no more will you grip my life because God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and that of a sound mind. And so finally, again, God wants us to do a self-evaluation. It's an introspect, I call it. He wants us to look on the inside. He wants to open up and say, shine the light from heaven. You know, that's the old song, shine the light from heaven and look on the inside of me, God. See what's in me. The one of the problems with the, the, the body of Christ in a whole, we don't begin to confess and say what's wrong. Yes, God, I got a stink attitude. God, I don't like people no more. God, I, I'm angry all the time. God, I got a fighting spirit. Let's begin to tell the truth. Yes, God, I am judgmental. Whatever it is, I ain't say you got to go tell the world, but we need to begin to tell God what the situation is. And before I get ready to pray, we need to do the self-evaluation, come closer to him, and be like and realize that for us it would be that situation of the prodigal son where the father stood on the on the high part of the hill looking daily for his son and the son finally had came to himself and as he was coming what did the father do he was like come on son come on to me and that's what god is saying Son and daughters, come on. Come on to me. He's wooing us and telling us to come. And what the father should not have done was hiked up his his garment and ran to his son. It was not proper during that time. But I see that God is exposing himself and giving us grace to come to him. So, Father, it's in the name of Jesus. On today, Lord God, we ask now that you, Lord God, bring us from that place that we are and closer into your presence, oh God. For in your presence is the fullness of joy. And at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore, God. Father, help us to get fully back into your presence. Help us not to shun you anymore, Lord God. Father, we all have a confession, oh God, that I was afraid, oh God, and that I was naked. But God, you didn't tell us that we were naked. You didn't tell us that we needed to be afraid, Lord God. Some of us have a confession, Lord God, that I was or I never knew my father, oh God. But God, you never told us that we didn't have a father because you were there with with us all the time, God, as Father in our life. You are the one that protected us. You are the one that shielded us. You were the one that guided us, oh God. So, Lord God, you continue to be with us. God, many of us have the confession, Lord God, that I was raped, that I was abused, that I was rejected, that I was abandoned, and I'm confused, Lord God. But God, you never told us that. But you said that you are our daughter. You are, uh, that you are our father, that we are your daughters, and that you are the father, and we are your sons, Lord God, that you are are the one that shields and protects us, Lord God. Father, we thank you on this day for your covering. We thank you for restoring us back to you, God. We thank you for letting us know that it is the enemy that pulls us away with shame and fear and guilt, Lord God. But you pull us back into you, oh God. You commandeer our mind, oh God. Commandeer our 
spirit takes full authority, God, of who we are, oh God. Father, help us to evaluate that we will walk upright in you. God, you did not give us the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind, oh God. We will not walk in fear. We will not walk in doubt. We will not walk in shame, but we will hold up our head. You said in your words, it said, lift up your heads, oh ye gates. Be ye lifted up, you everlasting doors. And the king of glory, I hear his footsteps, they're coming like it was in the garden. And the king of glory, he shall come in. He's coming to you right now. Lift up your heads, all ye gates. Be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. Don't you hear the king of glory coming? He's coming at you right now. He's coming into that fearful place to rescue you. He's coming into that broken place to rescue you. Lift up your head and lift up your voice, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. The king of glory is at your door, and he's knocking, and he's coming on in, and he's holding you, and he's rescuing you, and he's offering you grace. There's nothing that you have done. There's nothing that you have seen. There's nothing that you have experienced that the king of glory, your God, your Savior, the sovereign one, will not rescue you from because he loves you with an everlasting love. So, God, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your power. We thank you for restoring us. We thank you for taking us back to Genesis. We thank you for asking us, where are we? God, today we confess that, God, we may have been a little ways away from you. We might have been a way away from you, God. But, God, there's always a place for us to draw nigh unto you. There's always a place for us to draw closer to you, God. So today, God, we draw closer to you, God. And we say we are here, God. We are daughters and sons of you, God. And we thank you, God, for we now know where we are. And we listen to your confession and not what the enemy has told us. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Can y'all just bless God? Because he came to see about us on today. Amen. That he Amen. loves us. Amen. And that he cares, God. Amen. He cares about us. Amen. That he wants us to know that we can always be in a good place in him. That we don't have to hide when we fall, when we mess up, when we're not sure. We can run to him because the king of glory has come for us on this day. And he will fight our enemies. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. As you all go through your week, as you go through the rest of this week, not even just this week, but at least take it through the rest of this week that the king of glory is with you. Confess it. Say it. When fear comes, the enemy's going to constantly throw those darts at you. 
But all we got to do is confess whatever the word of God says. Mm-hmm. The king of glory is here. So who's he shooting at? The king of glory because he can't get to me because I dwell in the secret place of the most high. Mm-hmm. Fear does not belong to me. Doubt don't belong to me. Rejection is not mine. I am who God say that I am. You all be blessed this week. Allow God to continue to minister to your heart. Be motivated, be inspired, and be encouraged. We love you in Jesus' name. God bless. Amen. 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 Amen.